Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, this is Pam Perry. So we're talking about getting out there and getting known. So we are on the last step of getting out there and getting known. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much for LinkedIn Live, for Periscope, for YouTube, and for all of the world out there in podcast land, wherever you listen to your podcast, or if you listen to our PamPerryPR.com. I'm Pam Perry, and I am your publicity strategist and branding expert talking to you, especially those that are speakers and authors. This show is for you because we're going to really talk about your signature speech, and how to really get noticed in a noisy world. And really today we're talking about pitching. So the whole thing is about pitching and really getting on those media places and on those superstar stages, right? So how do we do that? How do we pitch? What do you say? You get the media, what do you say? What's the hook? What's the angle? So we're going to go with the flow right today on you have your signature speech or you have your book or you have your main thing that you're a subject matter expert on, what that is all about. So how are you engaging people and what are you saying and where are you saying it? And how do you even get those invites to actually share that information? So I'm going to talk about several types of pitches, probably one, two, three, four, five, about nine. Let me see if I can get through all of them. (laughs) about nine different types of pitches. As a publicist, you have to think of different types of pitches and which one works for who and when and why. All right. So one of the first things, the basic pitch for anything, when I say pitch, of really trying to get either seen in radio, TV, magazines, newspapers, podcasts, and even sometimes influencers, if you want to pitch influencers, but we're going to just go with like the traditional medium. In podcasts, because those are act like it's a lot of radio stations now have podcasts that are heard on iHeartRadio. So the first pitch, and again, let me go back in in terms of the Ready Set Go Speak system, because the first phase we talked about was the ready phase, and that's really where you sit down the longest with yourself, a pad and a paper, and you figure out your brand. You define it. You actually uh, decide on what it is, what your niche is, and you really try to fine tune it and hone in on what it is exactly that your message is and what your brand is and how you want to show up in the world, how you want to show up in the world. And if you know how to show up in the world, you really have that confidence. You're strong about it. You won't have that imposter syndrome. Go back and listen to that podcast. I think it was two or three podcasts back. And you really can hear what it is that you need to do in that phase. Because I'm telling you, I can't give you any publicity if you don't have that figured out. Because we, you would just really not go anywhere. Or when you do go there, you would really not do well. 
So you want to make sure that you do that. You have to have thick skin. In order to have thick skin, you have to have confidence. In order to have confidence, you have to be really flat-footed sure on what it is you want to do, all right, and how you want to show up in the world. What is your message? And know that you're making a difference that you're serving. The next phase, we have the ready phase. Then you have the set phase. And those are all the marketing tools, all the marketing tools that you need. If that's your book, you have that. If it's your website, you have that. If you have your electronic press kit, your photos, all of the marketing materials that you would need. Then after the ready set, then you have the go phase, which we talked about last week. And that's really the outreach. How to find the media, what to say to them, showing up strong, knowing that you are uh, getting your message out there and you are now really going through the process of pitching, pitching, pitching. So today in the speaking phase, how you are pitching is what you're, what it is that you're, you promise the media, you're pitching them and you're promising this is what you're going to show up and say. So last week I really didn't go over that because I was trying to go over so much. So we're going to today talk about the individual types of pitches to give you a better idea what a publicist does and how they really do this magic that we do. Not really magic because I don't, I don't do magic. I think I can do magic, but I don't really do magic. <laughs> it's really a science and an art. So the first type of pitch is really linking to current news. Linking to current news. So you have to know what the news cycles are, what's going on in the news. You can be a CNN junkie or you could just be your local news, but knowing what's going on in the news. Typical things people are talking about are what's going on in business, what's going on in, in even weather, uh, what's going on in politics, what's going on in seasons of different things that are going on. If it's a Thanksgiving season or if it's if the Valentine's season, if it's flu season, you have to know what's going on in the news. So linking to current news is really important. One, because you can then pitch the reporter, pitch the producer, pitch the editor about this is in addition to what you're covering now, it gives you a different view. If you're a subject matter expert in something that will give a broader view of what they've already covered, that will be great. You know why? Because they're going to love that because they they know that their their viewers are hungry for that information and you're giving them more information that will expand the news that they're currently covering. Expand the news that they're currently covering. So what does that entail? Watching the news, watching the news. So that's number one, that really linking into current news and really a good publicist kind of knows what the reporters are covering, what their beats are, what it is that they love to to cover. In my program, Ready, Set, Go, Speak uh, program, I have a uh, interviews with six journalists that tell you exactly what it is that they cover, why they cover it, and what they need to cover, and what they how they like it covered, and, and, and how they like things pitched to them. So that's really like a whole thing that I go through that. And I actually give people really written out pitches as well in the program so they can actually know what to say. They can, it's a template and they can kind of change it to fit, fit it because you should always send a personalized pitch. I'm going to make that clear. Always send a personalized pitch. The next thing is what other type of pitch? So linking to current news. And then another one is creating news. So creating news, pitching a story idea, something that they don't cover or they're not currently covering, but something that they could cover based on their beat and based on what you know about that particular reporter, producer, or editor. So it could be like a special report that you have. It could be a current book that you have. It can be a topic that you know that they would be interested in and giving them a different spin on it. So creating news is really giving them a potential story, giving them what they call a scoop. 
right? Giving them a scoop. So what is it there's what is it they're scooping? That's what you want to do. That's like the second hook. The third hook is really uh, following up on a story that they've done. And it's almost linking to current news, but it could be something that is not really a news cycle, but some story that they did. It could be a human interest story that they did, but just say, I enjoyed reading your story about. I like to also offer my expertise or uh, my viewpoint on this. All right. And then you can definitely, you always want to name who you are, what your credentials are, why you think it is that they should cover this and why now, what the relevancy is. So really, again, I'm saying over and over again, in order to go and speak, you have to know your sound bites as well as also knowing the news outlets sound bites and what it is that they're covering. So saying, I really enjoyed your story on, or I really enjoyed listening to, you had a recent guest on about, and sometimes you can hear your quote unquote competitor on their show or hear it on their, on their radio show. And you hear the competitor, they've written about them. And you say, you know, I read the story about such and such. I'm, I'm pretty much in the same lane, but mine is different because. And the reason why I say that, it could be your competitor because they've always done a lot of research in a particular area. They have a lot of content. Sometimes they have a news hole. Well, they, they don't really fill up the, the news hole only gives them 500 words, but maybe they've done enough research for a thousand words. But, you know, it's like, okay, can't use all that material. But because you've pitched them almost with kind of like the same type of story, but maybe a different angle, they can now take the research that they've done and they've had like maybe three or four days of doing some research, but now they have something new and fresh. And so now they can write something really fast because they already had something already going, but now here's a different angle. Here's a different, a different kind of hook. So that's what you do when you when for print, especially when you see someone in a magazine that have written something and you have something like, oh, I really enjoyed your story. Did you think about this? I am an expert in my background is I could see you more information. Here's my press kit. So you got to have you got to have that from that set phase. You got to have it from the set phase where it comes from the standpoint, like if you want more information, I'll be able to send you. Here's a link to this. Here's a link to my press release. Here's a link to my bio. Here's a link to whatever. Here's a link to my video, right? Because you already have it done. You're, you're a professional. You already get it done. So the other type of pitch is a profile pitch. So a profile pitch could be something that you are um, have a, a very interesting story, very interesting story that fits that magazine, newspaper, television, or radio show. And you're pitching yourself as a profile of a person that maybe it's Women's History Month, and you're telling them a reason why this would be a good profile, Black History Month, here's a profile, and you give them some hot spot things that you know that they would be interested in in their for their publication, right? So I'm going to go on to head over to LinkedIn really quick and see what's going on over here and view on LinkedIn because those are my buddies over there. So the profile one is probably the most interesting one for people when they actually are an author because they usually have some kind of a quote unquote memoir type of book. And um, hey there. Hi, Ifa. Hey, Cheryl Walker Robertson. Hey. So the profile one is really when, when you're pitching yourself and you really have a story, right? It's more of a featureist. Profile pitches are usually good for magazines and they usually do a profile type of stories. That, that's really good. Another type of pitch, uh, number, number, what number is that? One, two, three, four, five. So is besides pitching a newspaper, a magazine, radio and TV, there's also the newspaper columnist. So you can pitch the columnist. Every major daily 
has a columnist and finding out what their niche is and what they love is really where you can kind of fit in. A little bit different columnists, they don't have to follow rules like the regular paper. They can write on whatever. So typically columnists, depending on what it is, they like to write human interest stories, something that's a little bit different. So pitching them columnists, reading the columnists, and then really saying to them, I read your column about, here's something that I think you might be interested in, one, two, three, bullet. If you like more information, if you would like more information, then you can you can tell them, um, here's the link, here's a website, that kind of thing. So that's that's one of the main things. The ones that most people really do a lot of. Hey, Sierra. Yeah, this is actually, this phase is actually the speak phase. Mm-hmm. This is really the speak phase. So the other thing is most people do this is when they write a press release and they're pitching the fact that they have a conference because they want to fill seats. Well, the media is not so much interested in you having a conference and you filling seats, but they do want to know what is the topic of the conference and why the conference and really giving them some interesting keynote speakers that may be speaking. And that's when you do a pitch for, you know, a conference. And so the conference is in a state where you, you're not in, say you're traveling to San Diego and you're in Detroit, that we are hosting a conference and it's on social media, whatever it is. And then that's where you would pitch the TV station because it's interesting. It's someone coming from out of town, a lot of this and that. So that's news. So that's it's time sensitive. So that's obviously that's news. People know to pitch that. The other type of thing is when you're pitching an event, not necessarily a conference, but just events. Say if it's a, a walk, it's a run. Those are type of events where they're not necessarily a conference, but it is an event where it's it not it's typically sometimes there's fundraisers, but th- you'll see a lot of things in the news. They don't really give it a lot of airtime unless it's really a big keynote speaker. And that's why people have big keynote speakers so they can get news and they get coverage and then they can, you know, do the fundraising thing and have people come. So you want to make sure that, you know, when you're doing events, you're pitching a conference, pitching um, an event to the news, it is time sensitive, but make it so that it does fit their audience and give them some value besides the fact that I want to sell some tickets to this event or to this conference. All right. The other thing is that you can pitch is another pitch is when you want to pitch a expert, you want to pitch an expert on a particular topic that is very specific. So if it's a tech magazine, you're pitching uh, yourself because you're an expert in that field. If it's health, you're a health expert. So that's where I love magazines. They are very niche down. They're very niche down. So if you, one of the things that I always tell people is that to get a uh, writer's market digest or either the writer's market, Christian writer's market guide and find out the specialty magazines and pitch yourself as an expert because the magazines are very specialized. And so when you look and see what the magazine is about and you fit that, they're looking for you. They're looking for you. So you just need to show up. Now, a lot of people want to get in. Oh, what's where do you want to show up? I want to show up in, oh, I want to show up in this and that. They're so broad, but you could be a bigger fish in a smaller pond and really speak your position yourself as an expert in those specialty magazines because it is a specialty magazine and you're the expert. That's all. That's one of my main things. The other thing, get over here. I'm trying to figure out what happened to LinkedIn. You guys stuck. So the other the other one that people really love to pitch a lot are talk shows. Okay. So talk shows uh, on television, obviously you've got to know the producer. Very rarely do you pitch 
very rarely do you pitch the host, but usually the producer. And you have to know what the show is about. But when you're pitching for a, um, a talk show, you want to make sure that you're writing out the segment for them, what the segment will look like, why it is your, why, why are you the person that can lead that segment? And what, what are your expertise? What are your credentials? Always, you start that you started out, and I have the templates in the in the uh, actual membership program. You started out with what what it is that um, the the big overarching thing. Like I thought you would be interested in the story right away because they don't want it long. What the, what it is? Why you? And why they're and why their particular media? And that's really it. You know what the story is, why them, and why you. All right. It's pretty much that. And But depending on what the story is, it could be a little bit longer. But set phase is when you add your links and then you have more information in there. But you do want to write out segments for TV shows because they want a segment. A segment is is what the show, what that segment will be about uh, in terms of and, and this always works, too, if you have a book. If you have a book, it's a lot easier because you can really probably take a chapter from your book and that will be the segment. The other thing that people like to pitch are podcasts. So podcasts, you really have to pay attention to what the podcast is. Sometimes people are people pitching podcasts and they don't have guests. And it's like, well, this is not that type of show. So you have to listen to the podcast, even though it looks like the subject would be something that you could go and be a guest on. But listen to the podcast first before you pitch it because they don't have guests. That has happened a lot. And I've seen that happen. And it's not like they're going to read your pitch and say, oh, you know, I think I'll have you on a guest. No, that the show was set up where they don't have guests. It's a solo. It's a solo show all the time. Now, if they do have guests, listen to them and then tell them that you heard their show based on what it is you heard. You think that you would be interested in having you on as a guest because in bullet three or four points. All right. Something that's different. Then the last pitch that I always talk about um, is really very simple. Not simple, but that's what it is. It's, it's an opinion. You have a commentary or you have an opinion or you, opinion editorial. They call it an op-ed. So you can pitch an op-ed. You have an opinion, a strong opinion, a subject matter expert. You're a thought leader. So you have some thoughts. And because you have some thoughts, you have an opinion. An opinion editorial is where you pitch it. And typically, it, it it's a prestigious thing to have an op-ed written in, say, the Washington Post or the New York Times, right? But start in your own backyard. And I show people how to actually do those op-eds and how what the length of it is, what, what they should say, how to pitch it. Those are really, really good. The other thing, too, that I talk about in terms of pitches, you can actually pitch a story where you write the story, where you write a column. And that's a, that's really like writing a query letter. So you're pitching to the uh, editor, querying them about you actually wanting to write a story or to write a column. For them. So depending if it's a weekly, it's a column. If it's, if it's a daily you or a magazine, you're writing a story. And so all of these pitches are where you show up in the speak phase of how to speak, what you're sharing, because you've already wrote down exactly in your go phase, what kind of hooks and angles you have. And now you're you're pitching, but you're pitching in different, depending on what it is. If you're looking to a current event, if you're looking to, um, and you're looking, you have your own event, if you're pitching a profile, if you have a conference podcast, I mean, there's so many different ways to pitch. But really understanding the media landscape is very important. And then having someone guide you through it is very important, too, because someone may know someone and say they're looking for this type of story. They're looking for that type of profile or you would be a perfect guest on this type of show. 
All right. Not everybody can be on Oprah. And I always say that, but there are a million media platforms to really be a show up as a subject matter expert for to get out there and get known. So I always say too, pitching is just about uh, sharing your information with the world. So you're not the best kept secret. And I always say, if you don't ASK, you won't GET. So you've got to make sure that you're pitching on a regular basis, not just once, not just once, once a year, you're a relationship doctor and you're just pitching Valentine's Day. No, you're pitching all the time. You're pitching all the time because there are there's news cycles all the time. You're pitching into current events. You're uh, creating news. You're creating a report. You're creating some kind of something that's news, newsworthy, means that it's new, it's time sensitive. So you want to make sure that you're always pitching. And if you if you don't know how to pitch, one of the things you could do, and, and I, I invite you to join ReadySetGoSpeak.com, it's my, my membership program that really teaches you this and gives you uh, ideas as well as templates on how to really pitch the media. And once you do it, and it's just like anything. I mean, I've been a publicist now for three decades. So it's really like second nature to, to whip out a press release and to write a pitch. But I will say this, that if you don't study the media or even care about the media, there's no way you're going to show up in the media. There's there's no way. You you have to know that. And, you know, it's very rare that you're going to find someone who just came out of nowhere and they just landed in major media. I had someone the other day and they said, well, I'm going out of town and I want to know what kind of media, um, how, do, how do I get on their their media radar when I'm going out of town? I'm doing a book signing. So quickly, I just said, well, every, every market has major network, right? ABC, NBC, CBS. I said, so let's let's find that. So we did. And then I showed them. I said, well, now let's go through and see what it is on their station, who might be interested in what your book is about. And every station usually has a profile of all the reporters. They do. It's some homework, but they do. So you kind of read and you say, mm, okay, well, I see what kind of stories they covered or what, what things they like. It's usually some personal things on the thing. And you can kind of tell, and you, maybe you can go to their Twitter or Instagram or and kind of figure out, okay, well, they might be interested in this. So they are, they're interested in that. And so now you have the press release, you have their name, you have their email, and you send them an authentic pitch. Hi, I saw that you are interested in bank, da 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 you've covered stories, whatever it is, make some kind of connection quickly. I thought you would be interested in this. I am traveling to your city, and I would like to know if you would, you know, if I could set up a time where I could be on your show, I could talk about A, B, C, and D. Quick, easy, fast. They don't want long pitches, no more than probably five sentences. And please don't make them like a long drawn out because if they want more information, they can either request it or they can go to the link. All right. So really finding out what it is that that reporter's niche is, what their hot buttons are, what they what they're interested in. You can't make someone who doesn't cover. I don't you know, it's like someone who's a sports reporter try to cover something that's a human interest story. They're not going to do it. So you that's why I said it makes sense to really know the media. And so by going to each station, looking at each roster of the reporters or you know, from that standpoint, just into the news desk. If it is quote unquote newsy, just newsy enough where it's like, okay, well, it can be picked up. You can send to the Simon desk or the news desk. And that's just with TV. Newspapers are different and you have to know the cycle of their deadlines and know what it is that the beats are of the particular reporters. So you just adhere to that. 
basically some of the journalists say just like, okay, just send me the information. If I like it, I'll cover it. I'll call you. All right. They're, the print reporters are pretty much like that. If it is a radio station, I would suggest more than likely look on the station's website, figure out who it is. Is it morning drive? Maybe their their afternoon drive or their evening, you know, drive time and see what it is that they cover. And then if it's something that you know that they've covered, send them the information. If you can't send it to them directly, send it to their producer. You can call the station and ask for the producer of the morning show or the drive time, you know, because they all have producers. And so if you can, sometimes a lot of these radio stations, they have iHeart. You can listen to the station on iHeart before you even get there. So when people always say, well, how do you find the media when you go out of town? Just like, you know, in the old days before, when when I, <laughs> before I was actually uh, in the, the internet, right? So this is like in the 90s when the, when Google wasn't around, we had these big, thick books that were like phone books. Like you need to remember a phone book. They were so, they were, we had Bacon's, we had, uh, I had the National Pitch Book. So the National Pitch Book, we would have to go through and we'd have to read these thick books, right? And it's like, oh my God, try to find it in the mail. Anyway, it was so much easier now. So much easier now because you don't have to do that. Besides, by the time we got the books and the and we start going through the books, we call and the people have left because the media just changes so much. So it's 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 really so much easier if you do a little bit of homework, a couple of clicks of the button. Or one of the things I always say too is that you can always make sure that you're doing a press release and put it out there on PR Newswire, and it can might can get picked up. And you could pick the cities. You know, when you do the media, you could pick the cities that you're that you would like to target and do it that way as well. And that's that's a, when you go on PR Newswire or, or any of those uh, SEO press release sites, press distribution things, you can pick the cities. You can actually pick the type of media that you want. So, yeah. So that is that is. Oh, OK. Hey. Hey, Sierra. OK. Hey, Clarence. Hey, Clarence. Hey, Tony Stubbs. As you know, this is in my field. <laughs> But I'm so proud to join and hear my cousin speak about her passion and share her expertise. And Tony knows I've been talking about this for a long time. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Orlando. So, yeah, thank you, Tony. Thank you. She is she is a uh, and she's always been very, very smart. She's like a VP at uh, over there at the Cox somewhere doing something technical engineering, that kind of thing. But I do. I will say that everybody needs a personal brand. And if you win an award, just say, for instance, you get an award and get a promotion. Do a press release. What the heck? Do a press release. Just show up in like the little news, you know, in your area, in your expertise. You know, they're always looking for people who win awards and people who get promotions. Those are quick, easy ways to get in the news. All right. So that's my last tip that I really want to share about really getting out there, getting known on the Ready, Set, Go Speak system. And I am just so excited that this is uh, the, the last of that. Now, after this, we're going to start having guests on, and I've got some great guests lined up. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about get out there and get known. We're talking about video. We're going to have some media people on, some of my PR colleagues on, talking about it from different things. We're going to try not to make it a, a uh, private conversation in front of public people, but we're going, to be, we're going to be teaching some things, too. So with that, I just thank you all for joining. Remember to subscribe, like, and share this podcast if you really enjoy it so other people can find it. And if you leave a review on iTunes, I will give you a shout out on my next show podcast. Okay. So with that, I'm Pam Perry and I am out. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com. 
where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PanPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PanPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.